Hi, this is Becky. And Patricia. We are former college teammates and believe that life is a team sport. Our goal is to encourage and inspire strong women, families, and communities using lessons learned from sport. Welcome to the team room. Welcome back to the team room. This is Patricia and Becky, and you're listening to Life is a Team Sport. This month and next month, or well, I guess it's December now, we uh, started last month and we will finish this month with our segment called I Went Pro. We have been interviewing women who are doing sports as their profession. Uh, last week, we interviewed Erin Dooley, who is a collegiate gymnastics coach and competed for the U.S. national team for a while with gymnastics. And today we have another special interview that I'm going to let Becky introduce um, that I'm excited about. We're interviewing a professional basketball player today. So, um, Becky, how's it going? It's going. We're almost to Thanksgiving break, so I'm super excited to have a little break. <laughs> I know. Well, by the time this episode airs, it will be already done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yes, we're starting Thanksgiving break when we're when we're taping this. Cool. Well, um, Becky, do you want to introduce our guest today? I do. Uh, welcome to the to the show, Sharisha. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. So this is Sharisha Hoops Richards. Hopefully I said all of that correctly. And she is actually in Australia right now as we are uh, Zooming together. And she played basketball. We're going to hear her story, which I'm super excited about. She uh, is a professional basketball player in Australia right now, um, originally from Jamaica, then came to the U.S. and ended up living with a good friend of mine here in South Jersey. So I don't really have a lot of details, and I'm really excited about learning more about uh, Sharisha today. So. Trisha, if you want to um, give us your, um, just give us your little bit of a bio of, of your background, that would be awesome. Okay. Um, so I was born in Jamaica, lived there until I was 16. Then I went to the States to play basketball and go to college. Um, lived in New Jersey, went to school in New York. After school, I played professionally in Spain for about four, well, Spain and Australia for about four years and possibly awesome. continuing. That's awesome. So um, before we get any further into your story, because I'm really excited, is could you give us your highlight reel? We'd love to start like in the team room. What are you excited about? What uh, What are you loving right now? Uh, honestly, I'm loving the Christmas feeling. It's, it's going to be very warm here in Australia. Um, by the way, for Christmas, because, you know, in the States, in Jersey, New York, in those states that it snows, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not like that here. It's going to be very warm summer. <laughs> so I'm really loving right now, like putting on my Christmas lights because so my husband, he's not really big on Christmas like that, like all the decorations and things. So for me, I'm like, um. No, we're doing all the decoration. We're going in, getting all the lights on the house and everything. So, so I'm really enjoying this moment and seeing him enjoying it and um, going along with me because obviously he wants to make me happy. But I'm really loving that he's still, you know, like still a good sport about it. And um, it's just after it's done, he's like, it looks really nice. And I like it. And I'm like, see, you're yeah. putting up this wall. And now you're like, you love it. And I think another thing would be 
me getting into the love of gardening and planting like tomatoes and capsicums and stuff like that. So last, last year I was home. I didn't have anything to do because I was just kind of like getting into the swing of being in Australia. And I was like, I want something to do, like just something on the side, like an extra hobby, like just keep me occupied. And, <laughs> and I got into gardening, making, um, not making, growing tomatoes and just figuring out the ways of doing all that. And so I planted cherry tomatoes, regular tomatoes and capsicum and habanero last year. And they did so well. And I enjoyed like, I enjoyed every minute of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. Now, what is capsicum? I don't know what that is. That is bell peppers for you guys. Over okay. here, they call it capsicums. And I'm okay. like, I have like three different names for it. I'm like, because <laughs> in Jamaica, we call it sweet pepper. I mean, maybe you guys call it sweet pepper in the States as well. But I know you guys mostly call it bell peppers, right? Mm. Bell peppers. Yeah. The yeah. green, some of yes. them are red and yellow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I came and he's like, oh, capsicum. I'm like, what is capsicum? He's like, oh, it's like bell peppers. I was like, oh, okay. That's oh, that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. So you, now you have fresh stuff to eat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm excited. That's yeah, I love that. I had a garden a couple of years. I used to garden a couple of years ago and I love making, doing the same things because I like to make salsa, like a fresh. Yeah. Fresh, oh, fresh, fresh. from a fresh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, really yeah, Becky makes a great salsa. It's our summer and I love that over eggs and, and stuff, stuff, stuff like that. So super fun. Yeah. So um, as we jump into the interview, um, if you would like to share with us, Patricia, help me out here, but I feel like we need to hear like how, how you came, how basketball came into your life. Okay. Yeah. Maybe start at the beginning. You said you grew up in Jamaica. So just tell us a little bit about what that was like. Uh, that was amazing i guess <laughs> you know a lot of people love to go to jamaica and that's like vacation destination um but i loved going up there i love the weather i love the beaches i love everything about my culture the food um so for me it was like i don't know just, just somewhere else that everyone wants to be at but i live there and so I got the opportunity to get into sports from an early age. I've always loved track. And, you know, Jamaica's big on track and football. And they do all right in cricket as well. They don't get as much recognition in netball as they should because they're probably like second or third in the Commonwealth for netball. But I grew up what playing is, netball. Yeah, what is netball? Can you go over what net netball is? I feel like I should know, but just... <laughs> So netball is kind of not really kind of like basketball because there's certain parts on the court that you can go. And there's seven players on a team on the court. Typically, there's seven players and altogether it's 14, you know, you and the opponent. So with that, you're allowed to go certain parts and you have different um, different roles that you play. So you have the center, the goal attack, the goal shooters, and those are the only two that are allowed to shoot the ball. You aren't allowed to dribble. Um, you have basically pass and move. That's what you have to do. Pass and move and then eventually score. And okay. each point is counted as, counted as one. Okay. So that's 
pretty much netball in a sense. Interesting. So the other day when I made my basketball team play without dribbling so that they would stop dribbling all the time, they were basically playing netball. In a sense, yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Because it's you don't <laughs> dribble. I mean, you can do a one bounce, but that's that's not really considered dribbling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So okay. interesting. That's cool. So you grew up playing this sport, and this sport is a international. Do they play this in the Olympics? I I don't think so. I don't I mean, think so. I don't think so. I don't think okay. it's in the Olympics like yet. Only because I just feel like there's a lot of. Um, other countries that haven't played netball i just think it's more so um how to put it was more so just for the commonwealth but i don't think it's an olympic sport as yet they still have a lot of work i just i don't know why it's not as big as it should be but (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay but it's similar it's similar to basketball it's similar in a sense yeah yeah. Okay. So the big difference so, is you aren't able to dribble. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you grew up playing netball. And then when did you get introduced to basketball? I got introduced to basketball when I was about 16. 16. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And um, from there, I just took off with it. Like, I mean, I wasn't the best. I still had to learn how to dribble and, you know, get the concept, the main concept of the game. But mm-hmm. it 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 wasn't that hard for me. Okay. It was an easy transition. In a sense, yes, except for the dribbling part. Except for the dribbling part. <laughs> now, are you now, I mean, you're playing professionally now. Are you a guard or a forward? I'm a small how tall forward. Okay. Okay. You're a small forward. So how tall yeah. are you? So I used to think I was six one, but apparently I'm five eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone embellishes their height. <laughs> That's funny. Oh and for the longest, I was like, "Yeah, I'm six one. I'm six one. And I'm like, I went and got like my height done, and it's just like, "Oh, you're five eleven." And I was like, "What?" So technically, <laughs> Listen, even you with wear shoes, the right shoes and you wear your hair the right way, yeah, you're definitely six one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. Awesome. But even even with that, it's just I don't know. It's it's funny because I'm like, even with shoes, I feel like on a good day I'm just six foot. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. You know, it's whatever you feel. If, if it was five inches off, that'd be a problem. But I mean, one or two. I mean, I see yeah, five. Not as bad. I'm probably five two, but you know what? It's you know five three. Just <laughs> five three makes me feel better. So sounds better. That's awesome. Funny. All right. So you got introduced to basketball and. What was it? Was that that at school? What was that like? So when I got introduced, that was when I got a brochure from my high school coach in Jamaica. Well, the men's basketball high school coach, because there okay. was not a there wasn't a women's basketball team in the high school that I used to go to in Jamaica. And he was the one that gave me a brochure and said, you know, I think you do good at this. And I was like, OK. I'll go to this camp. So I go to this camp and, you know, I'm very competitive. Me being the competitive person that I am was like, even though I play netball and I don't really know much about basketball, I'm still going to give it my best. And with that, I somehow picked up the game early, quick, and 
then I met this lady at the time. Her name was Enid Angus. Mm-hmm. She was a part of the women's basketball team. Like just, she kind of pretty much just helps them out. And um, she was the one who saw me and was interested. And I was like, you have potential. Would you like to go to the States to play basketball? And I said, yes, right away. <laughs> um, only because I know for me, it would have been a better opportunity as far as educational wise. Sure. Um, but it led to a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. So that's how I kind of got introduced to basketball. So I went to the camp that summer, I think it was August or June. And then from there, I ended up leaving to go to the States in November. Yeah, that was that was my first time in the States. That was quick. Yeah. Yeah, and you moved up to the United States by yourself, right? None of your family members yeah. came. You were, you were all by yourself at this new school in this new country. Yeah, what was that like? It was a it was a completely different experience from being in Jamaica. Okay. When I got there, <laughs> when I got there, it was cold because you know November winter it's, it's very cold, and I was like, you know what? I don't know if I signed up for this. <laughs> and I got there. I remember I had this red top on, and these jeans, this jeans pants and I had my bag and all, you know, my suitcase and everything. And then I got there and it was like super cold. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, cause I've never been to the cold before. You know what I mean? Sure. I've never seen snow before until I got to the States. Yep. And so <laughs> I was just like taken aback with that. The food was different. The culture. Cause I'm used to people walking around and like just hearing noises all the time. And then to go from all of that to quietness, most of the time I was just like, it's a bit different, but, but I liked it. I felt like I transitioned easy. And cause at the same time, I'm like, I'm a very, like, I, I like being alone sometimes just like for my peace of mind and my quietness. So for me, I felt like it kind of worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, I did miss home, but you know, I felt like I had to yeah. Wow. That's cool. Okay. So you joined the basketball team. You went to high school. You joined the basketball team. How many years were you in high school in the United States? Three. I did. I started my sophomore year, sophomore year, junior year, senior year, three years. Okay. Okay. And then yeah. you played in college after that. So what was your recruiting process? Where'd you end up? I ended up <clears throat> at university at Albany in upstate New York. Um, like I said, like coming over, that was when I really got into basketball. Um, my sophomore year, I, I just pretty much worked on what I could work on to the best of my ability. And then by my junior year, you know, uh, I did AAU and with that, I, um, got a couple offers, you know, I honestly wasn't even sure if I was going to go to college mm-hmm. just cause I'm like, I don't know if I'm good enough. Like, I, well, I knew I could, but at the same time, I wasn't sure only because I'm like, I feel like I need to go somewhere where I can be sponsored, like division one, because I'm like, if I do go to college, like, I don't know how it's going to work out as far as me having the money to go to college. Like, 
I know I would get some help, but I don't know if it would be enough for me to, you know, make it through college. And so by my junior year, going into senior year, doing AAU and just like being the competitive person that I am and just resilient and headstrong, I got a couple of D1 offers um, from Ivy League school all around. I got a lot. I started, the offers started coming. And then I kind of started narrowing it down by my senior year where I'd like to go to. And I think my top two, my top two was UAlbany and um, Boston University were my top two. And my first visit was to Boston University and I, it was all right. (laughs) I just didn't think it was for me. Mm -hmm. And then my second visit was to um, University at Albany. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I was like, this is a school that I wanted to go to. Because the the coaching staff, this, I wasn't big on campus. Like the campus, like, oh, the campus looks beautiful and all that. For me, it was more so like the people I was going to be around all the time. My teammates, my coaches, and they were, I just could feel the genuine love, the genuine energy of that team. And I was like, this is where I want to be. Plus, I didn't want to go too far from Pam and, Pam and um, Eric, and I was like, yeah, four hours is far, but it's better than me going all the way to Florida or, I don't know, somewhere else. Right. Yeah, that's really cool. So Pam was your host mom in the United States, right? Yes. So Pam Hitchner we had on the show a couple months ago, um, and uh, now we're getting to have you on the show, which I think is <laughs> really cool for a full circle moment. Yeah. It is really cool the sports world that you both are in and just your story links to her story. And it's kind of cool. All of our stories kind of link up at some point. Yeah. Awesome. So you did college and um, what would be one highlight from college you could share with us that you really enjoyed? I loved winning a championship. All four years that I was there, I, we won the championship and went to the NCAA. And I, that was an amazing experience for me. Like I, I loved every moment of it, especially my senior. I think my senior year was my favorite mm. um, only because we ended up going to the second round. Mm. And I just was like, oh my gosh, like this is so amazing. And we ended up playing Syracuse and lost to Syracuse. But outside of that, my senior year and winning a championship every year was probably my best, best time of college. That's I loved awesome. every moment of that. So wow. you didn't like so you didn't like walking outside on the icy cement streets in New York today. <laughs> nah, that part I hated. I'm not gonna lie, I hated that part. It was it was not fun. Yeah, that part was not fun. But yeah. you know, I tried to dress as warm as I could, but nothing can mask the, the cold for me at least, because I hate the cold. It's so. cold. It's cold in the northeast <laughs> in the winter. Yeah. We both went to school in Pennsylvania, Sharisha, yeah. Patricia and I. And those winters are brutal. Like get to the gym and go back to your dorm. It was just enough. So, all right. So you went, so it's exciting. So then you went pro. So can you tell us a little bit of that decision from college to pro? Like how did that all happen? So when I was in college, I think maybe like, this was probably like my junior, junior year, maybe senior year. My coach was like, you could play professionally. And I was like, what? No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. 
But um, she was like, yeah, you can play professionally. And I was like, then I started to think on the idea and, you know, and I'm like, okay, maybe I actually really could play professionally. And so then senior year comes around and they're talking about the draft, the WNBA draft. And um, I was like, okay, (laughs) you know, there's potential. And so I was in the draft. I think Hitch explains this better than I do. And um, I had potential to be drafted and I didn't end up getting drafted. And so with that, I was like, all right, my next option would option would be to play overseas. So I did go to the combine, a few combines and played, but still didn't end up getting drafted. And with that, my coach helped me to get signed with um, an agency and through her, we ended up getting a team in Spain. And so then from there, my agent pretty much um, took everything as far as like the teams I signed with, where I wanted to play, obviously with my input as well. But um, that's how it came about. Wow. So you went directly to Spain after college? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of transitions in your life. Um, you know, going from Jamaica and, you know, coming to the United States as a teenager it had to be culture shock, you know, I mean, not just the weather, but just all of it yeah. and then going and moving to Spain. So now you're talking about another language on top of all the culture <laughs> stuff, right? So what yeah. was that transition like? That was probably one of the hardest transitions that I had to do. Like the, the other ones, like coming to, to the States, I doing high school, college, felt like I was fine with that. Like I felt like that was a bit easy for me. Mm-hmm. But going to Spain, a whole different country was a bit difficult. Okay. The food was just like so different that I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat here. <laughs> that <laughs> it, was just, it was just so different from like, what I what I'm used to in Jamaica, what I'm used to in the States, mm-hmm. to a whole different variety of food and the language. I'm like, I don't know how to speak Spanish. I did do one, I did do Spanish my first um my senior year in in college, which I felt like helped me a little bit, yeah. but <laughs> it was still 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 a rude awakening. But outside of that, it was it was still a good experience. Um mm-hmm with my coaches and my teammates, it was still a good experience. Okay. But, did you have any other English-speaking teammates? Did I have any other what? English-speaking teammates. Yeah, 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 I, I did. So my my first year, I was in Zamora, and I had one teammate that spoke English. Actually, no, nah, I think I had maybe two or three and most of the the other players that were from Spain they spoke English it wasn't the best but most of them still knew English to an extent where you can still have a conversation and my coach knew some English as well and we had a or assistant coach he was the one who would translate for us most of the time but again it wasn't the best 
translation, but it was enough for you to understand and know what to do. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cut, cut here, go there. That kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It was enough for you to get, get through and Shoot. get by. Yeah. Shoot the ball. Okay. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Wow. I, so I remember, sorry. No. So I remember when I first got there, they couldn't pronounce Reese. I was like, you can't pronounce Reese. They said rice. And I was just like, uh, I kept trying, but then I was like, you know what? I, it's just however you want to say it. Yep. Because they couldn't pronounce Reese. They were rice, rice, rice. And I was like, all right. <laughs> okay. I'll just leave it at that. Yep. So funny. So it's, so it's Sharisha Reese, but where's the Richards in the hoops? Is that your married name? No, 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 no. That's just my Facebook name. So my that's name, what I was <laughs> I just <laughs> that's what I put on Facebook. But it's Sharisha Richards. I haven't officially changed my last name as yet. Um I will eventually down the line, but right as of now, it's still Richards. I haven't okay. changed it yet. Okay. When did you get married, Sharisha? What year? Last year, May. It's very recent. Okay. Congratulations. I was thinking it was pretty recent when Hit told me that you'd gotten married. I was like, I just figured you were still like 22 or 21. I don't know. I just, I don't know. So we do plan on doing a wedding in hopefully this August. I'm I'm not sure how the, because international borders haven't really fully opened up yet. But right now we're just kind of trying to get an estimate of things before we figure things out and then also like just in case we do end up having a baby we got to take that into consideration and so there's a lot going on oh yeah yeah (laughs) so so, so, totally got off track sorry so where so we'll go back to spain so you were in spain for two years maybe or how many seasons did you play um four okay four seasons yeah four so did you go to spain during the season and then come back to the United States in the off season or did you go back to Jamaica in the off season? What did that look like? I did both. I did both. So I went to, when I would leave um, for the off season, I would come to the States, spend some time in the States, then spend some time in Jamaica. So I, I did both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. Um, Because we, we interviewed Aisha small, um, a friend of mine who is playing internationally. And she talked about the seasons and going back and forth. And you basically go over there and you stay in an apartment or something you play out and then you can go home for the off season. Yeah, pretty much. Um, except for the last, I think the last two seasons, I wasn't, they would, you weren't, like you get to go home for a week, but it wouldn't be during Christmas. Right. So we spent Christmas there, yeah. which was, which was a bit different for me. Like I would have loved to just rather be around my family, obviously, but, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's a part of your contract, you know what I mean? Like, and you got to yep. go with the season. You can't just pick and choose when you want to be there. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So now you're playing in Australia. Um, so how does that happen? I mean, because Aisha talked about this too in her interview, how she's bounced around and played in a couple of different countries. So yeah. once the season's over, you go back to your agent and you say, I'd like to try another league or another country or they just find something. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. So, you know, once the season's over, you talk with your, um, in this case, my my um, 
my agent was Tisha uh, Penichero. And so after the season would be over, we would talk and she'd be like, you know, these are some other teams that are interested in you. Or if the same team that I played with wanted to sign me back, I could always choose to go back. Um, and then she'd be like, do you still want to play in Spain? Do you want to play in another country? You know, it's, it's all up to you. She's just there to assist as far as like the paperwork goes and finding the right team. Okay. So after my seasons in Spain, I was like, I feel like I want to play summer ball. And I spoke to her about it. And then um, I remember Simon, I forget his last name, but that, that was my first year when I came to Australia. He was the, the head coach for Frankston um, Blues, women's basketball. And he had reached out to me. And so then I was like, oh, okay, I will look into it. So then I spoke to Tisha about it and she's like, all right, yeah. I mean, why not? So then I came here in 2018 to play my first summer league and I loved it. And I was like, yes, I love it. And so then I came back a second year, which I was 50-50, but I was like, when am I ever going to get the chance to come back to Australia and say, you know, I've been here twice without me having to pay for it. So right? I was like, uh, I just should, I should just go back a second year. And then, and now I'm living here. Right. So. <laughs> did you meet your husband in Australia? Yes, I did. Wow. Good thing you were back a- that second season. Yeah. <laughs> That, no, I met him. Yeah, yeah. Good thing I came back for the second season. <laughs> um, that was, oh man, that's also another amazing story of how that worked out. Like, that was that was really all God, like, the way that worked out. How I met my husband and everything, the transition, and then coronavirus coming into play. Mm. That was a whole different story, but it's an amazing story as well. Is he uh, Is he from Australia? No, he's actually from Sierra Leone in um, Africa, mm-hmm. but um, he's been here since he was 10. Wow. And he has a whole different story that's also amazing, like the way he came here and been living here. So it's it's a similar story to mine. He did play basketball, but not really at a very high level because um, the basketball is a bit different here when you go to school here. So, but his story is a little bit similar to mine, like going to a whole different country, living with a whole different family. So it, it's, it's very cool. That is very cool. You guys have a lot to talk about, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, what are some of the things that you would say you have learned through all of these different experiences? I mean, I feel like basketball has provided you with these amazing opportunities that you have taken advantage of, but what are some of the things you've learned along the way? Um, I would say building connections and relationships mm-hmm. only because it has definitely gotten me a far away. Mm-hmm. The people I interact with, the people I meet, whether or not you have anything to do with basketball, like it's, it's amazing the heights you can go when you build relationship and connections with people. And for me, even the, the job that I also work here outside of basketball, um, that's purely through connection. You know what I mean? And with basketball, it's a really a connection thing, like who you know, who knows who. And I think that's probably one of the most important things I've learned here to have connection and be able to keep those connections 
not saying that you have to talk to the person every day, but like, even if you reach out, just the thought of thinking about someone and seeing how they're doing mm-hmm. um, goes a long way. Yeah. I think that's probably the most important thing I would take away. And just, I think for me, the other thing would be culture. Just indulge yourself into people's culture, into people's lives. I enjoy meeting different people over here. Not all, not even over here, even when I was in Spain. I just enjoy meeting different people and hearing about their backgrounds, their culture, where they're from. I think it's a really cool experience because, like I said, there and then you make another connection. You never know where meeting someone's going to take you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. And everybody has something valuable to teach, yeah. right? Yep. That's so neat. You know, I, I, I'm loving doing these interviews and to a person, literally everyone in this segment that we've asked that question to has had a really similar answer and it always has to do with relationships and people. Yeah. I think that that's just really cool and something for us to really take note of because regardless of whether you play professional sports or you even work in the world of sports relationships is something that's important everywhere you go and you know i becky and i talk about it a lot and it's part of the reason that we started this podcast is Mm -hmm. because people desire connection and relationships we get the opportunity to help build that now um, through this podcast. And I just, I love that everyone, every single person yeah. is answering something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. It just, yeah. It just shows how important um, human connection is and what we're, what we're made for and to connect yeah. with others. So Sharisha, this has been so wonderful getting to know you all these years later. I just met Sharisha when she was in high school. I probably saw a game. Hitch probably just told me about you because I, probably. you know, it was just a passing. It wasn't like um, my kids were yeah. really little. And so um, now they're at the high school that you're at, that they're in the elementary yeah. part of the school. But um, it's just a really great place. And um, it's really neat that through that connection, I was able to meet you. And then yeah. I'm like, I know a professional basketball player. I'm like, <laughs> like, well, we can't end our interview before we do our blooper reel. Are we ready, Patricia? Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. What you got? <laughs> I, I was trying to think about something that I, for my blooper reel, and I, I really couldn't, like, get to anything. I think for me, it would be, so here they have different pronunciations for things. Mm-hmm. and different names which I'm like why can't you guys just be just call it what it is you know what I mean like for example I know like in America we call McDonald's Mickey D's here mm-hmm. they call it Macas and I'm like what just call it McDonald's like <laughs> you know what I mean I was like you're making it complicated and <laughs> even Burger King they have something called Hungry Jacks and I'm like this is literally Burger King why are you guys not calling it <laughs> Burger King <laughs> you know what I mean I was like so like that kind of stuff like kind of trips me up and I'm just like trying to get with the lingo that they speak here and understand certain things. And so I remember I was at work one day and I, I think it was like my, my colleague said, can you get some tomato paste? So in my head, I'm thinking tomato paste. What do you mean tomato paste? So I was thinking like she meant like the jar or like so not what I thought it was. But basically, mm-hmm. it was ketchup. It was ketchup. That's what I thought. <laughs> it was yeah. ketchup. And I was like, why don't you just call it ketchup? They're like, no, because 
ketchup is a whole ketchup is like tomato paste and tomato paste for them is like the one in the jar or something and i was like what i was i was so confused i was like this i mean they're probably right to be honest that it is because it is from tomato and all that but i'm like i've known it all my life as ketchup because ketchup is the brand so i was like you mean ketchup yeah they're like no tomato paste i'm like oh okay all right tomato paste it is but I thought that that like really I had a good laugh about that because I was like I don't know why you can't just call it ketchup because it is ketchup but you know that's me being partly Americanized so yeah (laughs) that's good I like it well yeah when when people start renaming things and their words that you associate with something else it gets super confusing really fast yeah yeah funny so funny that's cool and our last thing that we love to do is to pass the ball. So, um, do you have a woman in your life? Uh, they can be, um, alive or passed away that has supported you, encouraged you that you'd like to, um, give a shout out to. Um, I'm going to put two people, if that's all right. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely my mom in Jamaica, Shireen and Hitch, um, my Mm -hmm. second mom, I would love to give the ball to those two women because they've really, really pushed me along the way, especially Hitch as far as like the basketball and like helping me with a lot of things, you know, like always praying for me through God and all that kind of things. I would just love to give them a shout out because without them, literally none of this would be possible. You know what I mean? They've been encouraging, like supportive through this entire journey and even now they continue to be that and they've always been an inspiration in my life and I there's nothing that I could do or say that could thank them enough for being um such an inspiration to me so if if, it would definitely be those two women yeah have they met each other not in person okay yeah I wonder not in person yeah Oh, I thought I thought maybe they had at some point maybe we not in person. But... Oh, My mom wow. has never been to the states. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we 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 still planning on getting to all of that. It's just, man. I was like, oof. Well, everything once is you like, get that wedding planned or have that grandbaby or something. I know. Like, yeah. There'll be some reason that they'll both be there. <laughs> there will be some reason. There definitely will. Um, they, she has met like my brothers because I have two younger brothers. They're not really that young now, but um, she has met them. She just hasn't met my mom like in person. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that'll be yeah. that'll be a, a great a great homecoming type visit yeah. for you guys to yeah. meet. But Patricia's yeah. right; it's going to be a wedding or a baby more than likely. Right. So, um, thanks again for connecting with us, Risha. You're Australia. The time difference is is giant. But it's been really neat um, getting to know you today. And I hope for our listeners that they are just encouraged. And and for any young girl that has not played basketball and waits till they're 15 or 16, it can be done. I feel like we've heard that again from some other women. You know, it's not too late to try sport. And it just goes to show, you know, your talents can be can be brought out at whatever age. And I mean, I feel that from talking to you yeah, and, yeah. and being open, you're competitive, you, you're a quick learner, you're re- resilient. Like you said some words that for our listeners, it might just strike a chord with their child or their niece or someone they know that they can just reach out and say, listen, I just listened about this woman who played professional basketball and played basketball at 16, you know? Yeah. So um, 
Thank you again for coming on. And um, this has been wonderful. Patricia. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the, your answer still about relationships, you know, relationships are so important and it, it really is about who, you know, as far as opportunities in life. And then, you know, as far as connection and what's important, it is about the people in your life and the relationships that you have. So I appreciate the reminder. Can I give you guys a shout out before we, um, um, I, well, thank you, Patricia and Becky. Thank you guys for having me on this interview. And I just think this is a really cool thing and a really cool platform because now that I think about it, I remember there was a point I got an inbox from this um, young lady. I think she was from Rwanda or something. And I was like asking her, how did she hear about me? Cause she wanted advice on basketball. And she's like, I saw an interview of yours and that's how I'll figure out reach out to you like search you up reach out to you and I, I just thought that was really cool because this is a way for other people you know like you said other young women other young girls to you know get in connection with people and meet other people and you know look up other people and find a way to get into the things they want to get into I think this is a really unique thing that you guys are doing and I appreciate that and I'm glad that I was able to be a part of this oh I love it thank you mm-hmm. and while we're on the subject where can people follow you? on social media if they would like to on social media so for the most part i use instagram i don't really use facebook as much but if you did want to follow me on facebook it'd be sharisha reese hoops richards on facebook on instagram it would be sr underscore richards 25 and that's me on there Okay, perfect. So what we'll do, um, we'll always create a cover art to go with the episode and we will tag you in it so that you can repost it and people can also find you from our page as well. Awesome. And our Instagram is life is a team sport. There's underscores underneath all of the words. um, So people can find us there. We also have a website, life is a team sport every day.com. And you have been listening to an interview with Sharisha Richards professional basketball player in Australia. It's been a fantastic conversation and I really appreciate it. And thank you for joining us in the team room. And as always, life is a team sport and you are never alone.